0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the show. It is uh, another episode of the I'm Just Talking podcast. Um, you can find the podcast on Anchor, Apple, Google, Spotify, Overcast, Castbox, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. Um, it is. Um, the Sunday before Memorial Day, it is uh, May 29th. And last year I did not do a Memorial Day uh, episode, and I was all prepared this year. And then the shooting in Texas happened, but I definitely want to um, send a Memorial Day remembrance for everybody that we lost fighting for this country, which allows me to have an opinion about this shooting. Obviously, um, it's been a rough week for those families. Um, there's 19 people dead and I don't even know if that includes the shooter, which I really don't care because he's the only one that should be dead. Um, but, uh, allows me to have an opinion and allows people to listen to my opinion in what, you know, we consider a free, you know, a free society. Um, the school shooting happened, uh. geez, I don't even remember what day, which shows, uh, how foggy my brain probably is. I, you know, I almost made an impromptu, like, episode right that day, late the next day. Um, it just didn't seem like I should, um, I'm looking up an article right now, but, um, Um, I'm sorry, because I can't really remember what day this was. Um, I want to say it was like last Monday, right? Wow, this is getting off to a terrible start. I'm sorry. Um, so, why am I talking about this? I mean, this is one question that I I try to ask myself. Why am I going to talk about a certain subject? You know, why why am I going to um, you know pretend I'm important enough to have an opinion and what, um, what good can come of you know little old me talking about this stuff? So, first things first, um, it's horrible, and I can't even. And I and the reason I didn't talk about it initially is because I I just couldn't get my couldn't get my brain around that it happened again, and worse yet. That it happened to children, and worse yet, that now the the fight continues and it's not about what it should be about. And um, it was on May twenty fourth that he did this. So five days ago, yeah, I guess uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever. So you know, you've all read the, you've all seen the reports, read the reports, heard the reports, and. Now it's about, you know, gun control. The operative word there is control. Um, I want to say that that is the most important topic, and it shouldn't be. The most important topic should be that there's 19 families in shambles. There is so many layers to this. Um, you know, mental health and and uh, you know, all these other you know, implications. And my screen just went dead. So I don't know what the heck just happened. Um, all these, you know, implications of what we're gonna you know who has the right and who doesn't and good guys with guns and, and all this fucking just bullshit. I mean we really should be thinking about how these kids went to school that day. Were they fourth graders? Most of them probably around ten years old. And the more stories I hear the the harder it hits. The harder I I wonder, like, what what that what those last minutes felt like for them. And you know, I today, I listened to uh, one boy tell the story about he hid with his friend under a table or under a desk or something, and he survived and he heard the things that the man said. Another another account was a second-hand account of, I think it was a little girl who essentially smeared herself in blood to play dead. Um, sounds like he went to two different classrooms. And they were watching Milo and Stitch at the end of the school year. And they should just be doing, you know, Things that fourth graders do. And they didn't make it home. And I have, you know, a son that's got a few days left to school left. I got a daughter who just started working in a school. I have a grandson that in a couple of years is going to go to school. I have a brother and a sister-in-law that are teachers. I have a couple of cousins that are teachers. Um, it's absolutely ridiculous that in the greatest nation in the world, as the biggest mass shooting problem in the world. And the fact that we have an amendment that says, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. If you read that, it seems pretty self-explanatory. Does it say in there anywhere that you can go buy a, a machine gun, an AR 15, a tank, a fighter jet, a bazooka, rocket propelled grenade, grenades? No. And I don't believe that the Second Amendment's bad. I believe it was written by a bunch of guys that overthrew a government and <laughs> knew that it was possible. They didn't want to get it overthrown again, overthrown again. But I also believe that as a country, it gets so much press. It gets probably unintentionally, and I'd like to think unintentionally glorified to where this kid had some sort of problem. Dad, he would. His thing was to go buy an AR-15 just after his 18th birthday in a place where it was legal, in a place where, that. You just go in and buy. You know, uh, an AR-15 like you buy a Snickers. Now, granted, does it change if he if he's got a you know a clip with 17 guns, 17. 17 bullets and a pistol? I don't know. Does it... Is it easier to confront the guy with a pistol than it is an AR-15? I don't know. But you hear the absurdity. the, The nonchalant statements like, oh, We need just one one in one door in, one door out. It's great until there's a fire. Good guys with guns stop bad guys with guns. Well the good guys with guns who were equipped to go stop the bad guy with the gun stood outside like pussies. Like fucking cowards. Tackling and arresting parents. And even in here where let me see, I just lost my cursor, where it said that it's not the police. The days of mass victims learned that more about what happened to classrooms 111 and 112. Children were trapped near the government Called 911 several times, begging for help. Police waiting in the sky inside the school for about an hour before confronting the shooter. Good guys with guns. Stop bad guys with guns. There is a story about a Border Patrol agent that his wife is a teacher in the in the room in the in the school. He got to call was at the barber shop supposedly takes the shotgun from the barbershop. And he was the one to confront the shooter. There's pictures of him. He's in a white t-shirt. He's in a baseball cap. And he confronted the shooter. Now, I have no reason to think that's not true. But the initial reasoning behind waiting so long was that they needed a better equipped set of police officers, which are Border Patrol agents, to come in and get this guy? Or is it true that it was an off-duty border, border Patrol agent who was brave enough and not a pussy and not a coward, realizing that it was him or the shooter and he took the chance and he won. And I really hope that it is. Or is it a situation where they are portraying this guy as the hero because he looks like a good guy with the gun that got the bad guy with the gun. In active shooter situations, all law enforcement officers are trained to move in and confront the attacker according to the active shooter guidelines in the state's Commission of Law Enforcement Training 2020 Training Manual. Duvalde police officers entered the school about two minutes after the shooter. But the incident commander at the scene, the school's district police chief, believed the situation had transitioned from an active shooter to a barricaded suspect. Is it possible that, he, that you know, that was a mistake? Sure. Nineteen officers were standing in the hallway for more than 45 minutes before police entered the classroom. So yeah, the so the the conflicting thing here is that eventually members of the border patrol tactical team arrived at the scene and the classroom and killed the government more than more than an hour after the shooting started. Um, so. A lot has been made over the last couple of years about police training, defunding the police, police de escalating situations, um, police killing innocent people because they feel they were victim they were feared they were feared for their lives. So what And I told my mom this. My my, my older brother is a now ex police officer. And I'd like to think that while I would never want him to die, obviously, in the line of duty, but I'd like to think that he he would understand his oath. He would understand his commitment. And with kids involved, he would have been the first one to be like, I'll go in. You know what I mean? Like It took more than an hour. More than an hour. For them to go in there and even attempt to change because they were scared. There's reports out there that they were scared they were gonna get shot. Is that a situation where it's small town? I don't know the town. Never even heard of it before. You know, is that a small town mentality where like they hadn't they they just weren't mentally equipped. Like, I don't know. Like, I just can't, just can't fathom it. And again, we have the people that are afraid we're going to take their guns away. I mean, I guess we are if you have an AR-15. If you have something else that's considered an assault rifle. I am completely okay with somebody owning a gun. You know, you, you're a rancher. You need, you know, you need to kill, you know, wild animals. May, maybe there's still this humane, you know, take one of your sick animals out of its misery, whatever it is. But, you know, get a background check. Why? If you're, if you're a good, you know, God-fearing, law-abiding, quote-unquote patriot, good citizen. Why? Why? Why would you be opposed to someone helping you be, or or abiding by the Second Amendment as a well-regulated militia? You think you're going to stand up against the government if they decide to, you know, overthrow us? <laughs> yeah. A well-regulated militia doesn't mean we get to have tanks and fighter jets, right? So, own a gun. Have a one, and this is the problem with COVID too. There wasn't one particular uh, man, you know, system. It was this is what we recommend, and you do whatever you want. It's like telling your kid, you know, I recommend you don't drink and drink and drive, but do whatever you want. And then your kid kills, you know, dies in a car wreck. That well, was American way, man. He, you know, I, I told him what the rules were, but he got to make his own way. No, we need a one one federal law for gun control. And the operative word there is control, because people who are opposed to it think you can't control me. You can't tell me what to do. No, what we're telling you is, if you want to own a gun, these are the guns you get to choose from these are the guns that a citizens law abiding mentally stable you know men and women can have not you get to go into any corner store and buy a gun not you get to go and 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 i and i don't know this need but why you need to carry an AR-15 or a machine gun on your back. Because I've seen this picture. It's guys in, I I think he was in Texas, but I mean, I can't remember. But he's in a Starbucks and he's got, you know, an AR-15 or an M-16 or whatever the hell it was. It's like, why is that necessary? (laughs) Like, like I, I don't, you know. There was another thing that I saw that, it had all of the, the, the mass shootings, and every sin. I can't name them all, but it was like whatever it's, it's been, but there was like nine or 10 listed. They were all carried out by an AR 15. Like what made the government in the first place allow these military style weapons be sold to the general public? Like why, why, you know, the, N- the NRA says, you know, a, a lone or rogue psychopath. Sure. But just because someone's part of the NRA doesn't mean that there can't be such a thing. I get it. Bad guys have guns. But there's statistics that show that there's like more guns than people in the country. Why do we need that? I'm okay if you want to look, you want to protect yourself. You live in a place where that's necessary. You think that open carry is, you know, should be legal. All of that. All of that's all well and good. But why military style weapons? You know, do you have a setup machine gun like on the top of your house so you can play Rambo? Like, Like, I don't get it. I really, really don't and i don't get why that's the that's the part what about those kids man what about the people that took an oath to protect their communities and didn't i am reading now yeah 19 kids and two yeah two two teachers like you know, you can't take my gun away, but let's give guns to the teachers. You know, I saw another report and I don't remember where it was from, but $400,000 has this one school, I think it was like in Indiana or some shit, where they have constant monitoring, monitoring, they have school drills, they have panic buttons with the teachers, They have a, like, a smokescreen system that they can set off no matter where the government runs. Like, $400,000 is a price any community should be willing to pay for as many schools as they have. The government has proven they have money to give out. You know, I'm okay with helping other people, other countries, but we're defending, we're They gave out money, which is a whole other ball of wax, but they gave out money during COVID. Why? Why? Why are people in power not fighting this? Why are they not looking at each other, Republican, Democrat, independent, new senator, old senator, new representative, old representative, and saying, let's cut the bullshit? Let's get down to business. Um, I forget the representative, and I should look it up, but I just I want to give some people. Steve Kerr, very, very great coach in the NBA. His father died in gun violence um, in another country, but he died at the hands of a gunman. So he's a very, very big critic on, um, on gun violence. And i going to see if I can find part, part of what he said, but he said, and I wonder if it'll, if I play it, if it'll come over the audio, but he basically says that he's tired. He's tired of, you know, condolences. He's tired of, you know, saying, you know, and I don't know if, if the speech will be long enough to get under the gun here, but. This is obviously going to be two parts, because this thing—first of all, it's taking forever to load. But see if I can just read it. He says, um, "When are we going to do something?" Curry yelled. "I'm tired. I'm so tired of getting up here and offering condolences to the devastated families that are out there. I'm so tired of the excuses. I'm sorry. I'm tired of the moment of silence. Enough." So basically, is that, yeah, when are we going to do something? When are the people that are elected to do the things that are supposed to be done going to do something? When? Like, why do, why do people still? You had Buffalo right before that. You had a, you know, that was racially motivated. So it wasn't good enough that it was, all, all, you know, racially motivated older black people. It wasn't good enough that a guy killed a bunch of people in Southern California at a church. Children are, you know, are the future. They, they are the future. And we we do nothing. And it'll happen again. If we continue to do nothing. There was a, there was a senator and he was, uh, I think he's from Rhode Island. I think his name is Steve, too. Senator Armstrong, was it? Not him? Maybe that is it. Why does it keep going to Metal Gear? That's Forget the senator's name, but he basically said, what? How did you take the oath? Why? Why do you come here and do nothing? You know, like, how do you go through that Chris Murphy? Senator Chris Murphy. And he basically was like, "You come here, you go through all it takes to become a senator, and you do nothing. And kids die. Like, I don't understand why people who we elect to represent us don't feel the mourning of those families first. They don't feel the sense of urgency from the rest of the country. Ted Cruz, stupid Trump, You know let's have one door like nobody wants to take your fucking guns they just don't want more kids to die at the hands of people who shouldn't have them not everyone is equipped to have a gun i wouldn't call myself a gun enthusiast by any stretch of the imagination um when i moved back to the states I considered getting a gun because you think you live in the hood and you think you have to have a gun. I considered being a police officer. And I realized me shooting somebody else may not be something I'd be able to do with no amount, regardless of the amount of training, regardless of the, you know, the situational awareness you're you're, you're taught to look out for. Could I kill or be killed? But I think if you want a gun, you should have to go through a series of tests, a series of evaluation, you know, a, sub, a, a background check. I had to go through a federal fingerprinted background check to work and serve food and be a manager of a restaurant in an airport in America. You have to go through all kinds of metal detectors and screenings for airplanes. I mean, look, 9/11 happened. I know someone that died in 9/11, but it changed the way we travel forever. Why? You know, we we've gotten this far. We've gone through Sandy Hook. We've, you know, Columbine, Sandy Hook. There was a, there was other ones in there. Um, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas, Now Evaldi. and the kids get younger and younger. It's out there. People that are disturbed are going to read it. They're going to think that it's something that they can do. Because I guarantee that some of these people, ultimately, they're cowards, right? We talk about, oh, the bad guys on the street have guns. Sure, they do. Absolutely, they do. But this guy ain't brave enough to go down in the hood, I'm sure, and try to buy a a gun off of the, the crackhead. And even then, some criminals have morals, and if they thought that this was weird and odd, they may even, you know, if there's a will, there's a way. They'll find a way. You guys, I'm going to take a quick break. Um, hopefully you make it to the next uh, next uh, little bit. Um, I'll probably come back just to wrap it up, but uh got to come together, America. Like, really... What's it gonna take for us to be like together on something for once? So I stopped last segment by saying, "When is it gonna? You know, when are we gonna to come together for something?" We couldn't come together on how to quarantine how to close and reopen the country, whether to get a vaccine or not get a vaccine, whether police were bad for killing black people, whether we should defund the police, which really just meant to put the funding at better to better, better use in terms of their training. What's it gonna take, America? You see, just like I talked about in the last shooting in Buffalo, when the people that aren't directly affected realizes that they can provide the help to effect change is when things will change. I don't want to be one of those parents, man. I don't even want to be a close friend somebody who had some stuff like that happen to them I I I can't imagine why we wouldn't as a group as a country because if most of the country is good and most of the country is law-abiding citizens, you'll gladly take extra steps to get your gun. You'll gladly take extra steps to get your hunting rifle. You'll gladly take extra steps to save lives. I'd like to think those people that say, you know, good guy with a gun would have stepped up. There's another story about a woman who drove 40 miles, only to be arrested, somehow find her way out of handcuffs and ran in and helped their kids and got her boys. And cops wandered around the hallways or whatever the fuck they did. And yet, the yeah, but, We need guns to rise up against the tyrannical, is that what it is, government. You want your guns to stand up there in case you have to overthrow the government. Yet it's one part of the government that you're backing. The National Rifle Association, two days after this happened, decided it was still appropriate three days to have their convention. Why? Gun enthusiasts. The right of the the people to keep and bear arms doesn't mean you have to be a piece of shit. It doesn't mean that you, you have to, as an organization now, I don't mean individuals. It doesn't mean that you have to continue to spew pro-gun rhetoric. And it's hard because you don't want it to be political. You don't want it to be. Because you're X, you believe in Y. Because you're Y, you believe in X. But 19 families, man. Actually, 21 families, right? Because it was 19 kids and two two adults. Those teachers did not go to school that day. Realizing it, they wouldn't come home, and sadly, they have to prepare for it in a sense. Every kid's got, every school's got active shooter drills, and we lived in the most developed nation in the entire world. You know, I, you know, old comedy clips are coming up now, and this one guy from Australia said that they had a mass shooting. It was like nineteen ninety something and uh australia said what well, we're banning assault rifles and everybody said okay we don't have that kind of togetherness we have reason to argue and be idiots we have reason to talk about our constitutional rights when there's 21 families that the only thing they have to talk about is how they're going to move on with their life some of them aren't one of the teachers husband one of the teachers that died her husband died a couple days later of a heart attack So I don't know how true this is, but I saw this on Instagram. It says, when President Clinton banned assault rifles in 1994, mass shootings dropped by 43%. Republicans let the ban expire in 2004. They increased by 243%. Then this person says, please don't tell me bans don't work because I don't want to hear it. We're not banning guns, people. We're banning the kinds of guns and banning the laws that make it easier for people that shouldn't have guns. And easier to kill masses of people. Now, the good guy with the gun, bad guy with the gun, to me, has old Western movie undertones in it. Yes, there are criminals on the streets in every inner city in America that have guns. In every every city in America, inner city, suburb, whatever it is. They don't generally use those guns in mass-style killings. Do they kill innocent people? Absolutely. Do drive-bys go wrong? Absolutely. But to the same point, they won't have an automatic weapon, military-style weapon, to shoot into a crowd with. Granted, a gun needs a physical individual to pull the trigger and make that decision to do so. But if that's the case, because it is, well, that is the case, then we need to make sure, as a country, Democrat, Democrat, Republican, Senator, Representative, Black, White, Asian, uh, you know, any other, you know, creed or color or national origin, put it all aside. Put the bullshit to bed. And if, and, it, and if we, and I, and I don't really know how to do this, our primary comes up here in about eight, eight to 10 days. And, and I really don't have a good grasp on who does what or who has the best X, Y, and Z in policy. But I'd like to think whoever gets elected, you know, in the representatives, this is for our state or whatever. We got to get it. We got to get it right, man. We, we got to get it right. You know, my little voice is insignificant in the grand scheme of things. Collectively, our voice would be heard. I don't want to take anybody's rights. I don't want to take anybody's guns. But the guys that had guns, had the means, decided to protect their communities, they didn't. If they really arrived as soon after the shooting as this, this, this article says Then, like how? How did they not save some kids lives? That doesn't mean it would have been less tragic. It doesn't mean that if they went in and after five minutes like he crashed his car and it took them 12 minutes to get into the school. So say they get there and in a perfect world he kills nobody. And they're heroes. This debate wouldn't be as uh, vigorous. But again, we're debating the wrong shit. Just like everything else, we couldn't come together on COVID, couldn't come together on COVID vaccines, we couldn't come together on whether or not you know, the country's racist or not. Or maybe I should say we couldn't come together on racial unity because there's people that don't believe that there's a racial issue still. When are we going to look at ourselves and go, assault weapons are a problem. Access to assault weapons are a problem. Access to the wrong things for the wrong people is a problem. When are we going to look each other, look at each other, and say, let's do this. Let's come together. Let's be one. When? How many more people have to die? There is a huge mental health problem in this country that, you know, Again, they're putting that at the forefront to say this kid was X, Y, and Z. I don't even know his name. I'm sad I even saw his picture. We have to do better. Elected officials, you have to do better. You have to. And that's just it. Like, how? It's hard to get in to be a senator or representative, I'm sure. But it seems like it's nearly impossible to get these motherfuckers out of there. Like, I don't get it. You guys, I had this one very well thought out, I thought. And I don't. I don't. I don't even know if I said anything that makes any sense. I don't know if I said anything that was coherent. I just know that I feel absolutely terrible. I live 1800 miles from there, and I feel terrible. I feel terrible about Buffalo. When I heard it was kids, I've been crushed. I've been crushed for days. There's been times during this recording that my eyes have welled up. And I just think about you know, I'm reading here this year old girl dies, and 19 of her classmates, or 18 of her classmates. I don't know how anybody would live beyond that, as a parent, grandparent, brother, or sister. 50 senators, supposedly. H.R. 8, I think, is the name of the law. They voted against it. I've heard of the statistic 85 or 90% of America wants stricter gun laws. Again, it's not restricting your right to own. Restricting the right of, it's restricting who should own, what you should own. Again, we do not have the right to go and buy an F-16, a tank, a Hummer with a setup machine gun, an RPG like and why gun manufacturers were allowed to sell these kinds of weapons to citizens i'll never know but it's got to stop you want a shotgun you want a rifle you want a pistol sure military style machine gun you don't need plenty of people that i've seen on social media that are gun supporters Said they will gladly go through an extra check. They they may they would gladly give their guns back if it helped save children. I don't know what that movement is, I don't know how it starts. I wish this was more interactive so we could talk about it. Alright, you guys, I love y'all. Uh don't forget to like, subscribe um what do you call it um, share critique review listen whatever um it's sad times man it's sad times man. I love you what you know you know best? you know